I'm Pastor Cora Jakes Coleman. Thank you for watching The Potter's Touch. Our bishop has a message for you today that will bless you and challenge you. Take a look. And it was hard, it was hard for a mighty man of valor to come face to face with something he doesn't do well because it is hard for men to accept areas of failure. We gravitate to areas of success. We love to do whatever we do well and ignore whatever we don't do well. And when David came over the hill, this wasn't like the lion. It wasn't like the bear and it wasn't like Goliath and it wasn't like the hundred men that he had killed and cut off their foreskin. This time David got gotten. And there he was. He went from division to number two. He went to being defeated. And he was defeated because they were divided. And you will be defeated if your house is divided. Not just the man, the woman too. You can brag all you want to about being able to bring in the bacon and fry it up in the pan. But I want to tell you something, woman going out there and getting the bacon and coming home and cooking the bacon and carrying the carton out in the trash and setting the trash out every morning by yourself and playing man and woman might be fun when you're 20. It might be. It might be fun when you're 20, but as life pass and seasons roll, you're going to get tired of playing the Hulk. And it is easier. Two are better than one. That's what the Bible said. Woe unto the one that falleth alone because you have not another to pick him up. Alone is not that good. It is so bad that it's been proven that old folks live longer if they don't have a companion, if you give them a tack. Some old women stay alive to feed a cat. So don't glorify being alone. It's not that good. Anytime you're so desperate for company that you'll stay alive for a cat, it has boiled down to a low grave. And they went from division to defeat and they were being defeated and they were defeated and when people get defeated they panic and they walked in and all of the men rent their garments when they saw the women were gone. Abigail was gone, Ahinoam was gone, the Jezreelite that he'd married was gone and destroyed and everything had gone up in smoke and all of the men had lost all of their children and all of their wives and they were all distraught and they started screaming in grief because these were mighty men of valor. They weren't used to being whipped and to a man that's a winner, it's hard to lose. Are there any winners in here? A winning mighty man of valor losing makes you sick. It makes you sick. The cold taste of bowel coming up in your mouth at two or three o'clock in the morning is your masculine secret. While she sleep, you wake up at three o'clock in the morning and wonder, do you still have what it takes? Because that last one took so much out of you that you're smiling, but your joy is gone and the gleam has gone out of your eye and you're screaming though your lips don't open. And the worst part of the masculine scream is that the feminine an ear cannot hear our frequency. Yeah. 
And as I begin my tour to travel around the country and minister to men, I am in a dilemma and I've not resolved it yet. I don't know whether to call the men in a room by themselves because I find that men open up better when they're by themselves than they are with their women. But I'm torn between two ideas because if we deal with everything alone, the women will never understand what it's like to be us. And I think there are some women who really could benefit from knowing what it is like to be a man. You've got all kinds of women's magazines and women's talk shows and women's outreach and women's ministry, but when it comes to men, there's nobody talking to men. Oh yeah, we've got a few magazines about biceps, triceps, and how to get Viagra at a cheaper price, but when it comes down to really dealing with what's going on in your heart, there is nobody talking to men. And there he was, he was defeated and he rent his garment and all of a sudden those people who were with him started talking about killing him. His own men turned against him. I'm wondering if there's any man who knows what it's like to get in that point in life where you don't have anybody to talk to and you're not sure who you can trust and, and you, you don't know who to call because whoever you call, if this one is complaining because you wasn't this, that one is complaining because you wasn't that, and this one is blaming you for this over there. I'm wondering if there's anybody in here who knows what it's like to have a problem and nobody to talk to. I'm wondering if there's anybody in here who's had good news and didn't have anybody to share it with. Has there ever had anything good to happen to you and you pick up the phone to call somebody and then you thought mm, no I'm not sure she's glad mm, let me call no no because that might start crying have you ever gone through anything where you needed to talk to somebody and there was nobody there who didn't expect you to keep on performing and keep on dancing like mama's little dancing bear but David was tired of dancing Oh, he danced on the hills when he was young, but David had lost his dance. And down in his soul, he was tired and embarrassed about being tired. And he'd gone from division to defeat. And then number three hit him. Number three, the final nail in the coffin, discouragement. He was discouraged. Now discouragement is what brings a mighty man to acting like a weak man. Now he begins to whimper. He's fallen and he can't get up. And he is discouraged and he can't tell anybody that he's discouraged. And he's at the end of his rope and he can't tell anybody that he's at the end of his rope. Am I boring y'all? And he's dealing with all kinds of pressure and all kinds of issues and there he is discouraged. Discouraged means you've lost your courage. It means I had it, but I lost it. It means that it leaked out of me. It means that I am tired of encouraging everybody and telling everybody that everything is going to be okay. It means that I'm tired of being there for you. And it means that I'm tired of you collapsing on me. It means that today I want to collapse on you. Discouraged means your courage ran out on you before your fight was over.
This courage means you're careful about things that you used to be reckless about because when you were young, you thought you were invincible, but now you know you can be had. <laughs> Invincibility is a luxury of the young. When you live long enough and you find out you can be had, it makes you careful. <laughs> oh, you ain't got to say nothing to me. I know I'm right about it. And there he was discouraged. And here, ladies, is where bitterness breaks out in the heart of men. Because a man can be discouraged and never tell you. He can be discouraged and still come home every night. He can be discouraged and say, what's for dinner? And don't worry, I've got that handled and I'm going back to work. And he can get up out of the bed every day and move about his chores and be secretly discouraged. And I hate to be this brutal and this honest and this transparent, but ladies, he can have sex and be discouraged. In fact, he can have it and be unhappy, and he can have it and be miserable, and he can have it and be at the end of his rope, and he can have it and send you flowers for your anniversary and still want to leave. Because somebody's got to tell you, because when you get the flowers, you think it's a sign that, oh, <laughs> y'all don't want me to talk to you, but, 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 but doing what is expected of you is something you can train a seal to do. You can train a monkey to jump through a rope. You can train an elephant to stand on one leg, but just because he stands on one leg doesn't mean that the elephant is happy or the monkey is fulfilled. And David, <laughs> brother, are y'all all right? <laughs> And David was, David, King David, anointed David, gifted David, powerful David, roaring David, was discouraged. He balled up in a knot. Uh, oh, I don't think I can get out of this. Have you ever had anything? <laughs> bring you to the point that you wasn't sure if you could get out of this. Somehow it's not the one thing, but it's everything. It's everything you went through all the years before and to find out that the things are never going to stop coming at you that finally brings you to the point that you say, you know what, I'm not sure I want to get up out of the bed in the morning if all I got to face is another fight. Listen, the world's next doctors, teachers, and pastors, presidents, rest in the hearts of our children. Through proper education, they can have the necessary tools to reach their destiny. By connecting with GPS, you can help young people around the world receive school supplies, uniforms, and computer training. Visit tdjpartners.org so together we can fulfill God's mandate to be His hand and provide compassion to others. Jesus was about to be crucified. He held up a grape that had been crushed. There are crushing moments in your life that I swear it feels like God is trying to kill you. But he's really not trying to kill you. He's trying to yield the fruit in your life 
that you couldn't get to without going through the crushing. I want you to know that God turns pressure into power. And what he does, he sits in a corner and drops his head and nobody sees it drop because they're all distracted, her and the kids. Got to be at the rehearsal at five o'clock. The band practice, we have the twin fifteen. Got to take the kids down to go, go there. They're all distracted. He's discouraged. They never even know it. And I've seen some men sit in the chair of discouragement for 30 years and turn into old men if we don't die to get out of it. That's why we died 10 to 15 years earlier than you. Men often die just to get out of what they cannot conquer. Die. Die. And those that don't die, they sit in the house. You remember Big Mama's house with the old man over in the corner with the glassy look in his eye and all the women are laughing and talking in the kitchen and Papa's got to have some food and they bring Papa some food and Papa's sitting in the corner like this. And all the women, they've gotten bigger and they've gotten broader, but they're still moving and they're still laughing and they're still cooking and they're still talking and Papa's sitting over in the corner drooling on himself. That's where we're headed, men, if we sit in the seat of discouragement. And if you don't end up there, you'll end up in that other chair. You know, that angry chair, that bitter, resentful chair where you feel like everybody used you and nobody was there for you. And you become venomous and nasty and hateful and you become abusive because you're angry. You know, the old men in the nursing home that curse out all the nurses. That's how they get there. They're just old enough and cantankerous enough to finally tell you what they were thinking when you were asking them, what are you thinking about? Now he's old, now he's ready to tell you. You know what I think? Here's the problem, guys. We want women to do for us what they did when we were little. When we were little, you were the ones who encouraged us. I don't care what they told you down at that school, you still mama's little man. You mama's little man, you stand up, stand up, stand up. Stand up, you mama's little man, you know you can do it. You know you can do it because you know what mama believes in you. And you don't, you don't pay them people no mind down at that school because I put good stuff in you. And when you go back to school tomorrow, you hold your head up and your back straight because mama got your back. What we can't figure out is why you stopped encouraging us. And we died on the battlefield fighting. And everything we did was for you. It was for you. I know we didn't give you us. I know we should have given you us. We gave you things. But the things were for you. 
the house was for you. The dishwasher was for you. The car, it was for you, baby. It was for you. It was all for you. And we took the bruises for you and we took the pain for you. We took the beating for you because we thought you were worth it. And we took all of it just so that you could come home and run us some water and say, you mama's man. Come on, poppy. Come on, poppy. Come on to mama. <laughs> Ooh, y'all look like y'all in the dentist's office today. Getting a good old root canal, ain't you? Uh, it's gonna be good for you when I get through. It's gonna be good for you. But the great thing about the text, the amazing thing about the text, fellas, if you don't get anything else out of this message, you gotta get this part right here. The key to the whole text is in this one phrase. It says, and David encouraged himself in the Lord. This is the key. David encouraged himself in the Lord. For all of you who have nobody to cheer when you come home and nobody dances when you come in the door. For all of the men who fought their self through traffic and through work and through abuse and racism and discrimination and all the other Asians and then went through road rage and everything to finally get home to somebody who was so distracted they never even heard you come in the house and you are angry and frustrated because when nobody claps for a man, he doesn't want to even come home. But to all of you who find yourselves in this situation, the book said David encouraged himself in the Lord. Do you want to have the real truth? You can't depend on anybody to give you what you need when you need it. Don't nobody know what you need like you do. If you need something, you got to get it yourself. You got to learn how to encourage yourself in the Lord. I I wish I had some men that knew how to break out in a Holy Ghost prayer. I wish I had some sisters who knew how to pray. <laughs> we got See, women are more in touch with their feelings. They don't mind opening up. They don't mind praising God. But let me tell you something, fellas. When you get through going through hell and high water, you'll stop sitting around here with your legs crossed, looking all macho and all important with your bad breath, and you'll learn how to get on the altar and start calling on the name of the Lord and say, Lord, if you don't help me, I can't go through this. You're my strength. You're my shelter. You're my defense. I need you more today than I ever needed you in my life. Hellhounds are barking, storms are raging, lightning is flashing. I've got to be a worshiper. I've got to praise you. If I don't praise you, I'm going to have a nervous breakdown. If I don't praise you, I'm going to lose complete control. If I don't praise you, I'm going to take out the trash and never come back. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise. three people tell them I got to praise him this morning. I'm going through too much. I got to praise him. If I don't praise him, the rocks will cry out. If I don't praise him, the rocks will cry out. If I don't. 
demon, tell them real men praise God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Real men praise God. They praise him. They praise him. They praise him. Because they got to praise him. Because they got to have some relief. And they got to have some help. And they got to have some strength. And they got to have some deliverance. You better learn how to praise him. You might not have grew up in a church that praised him, but you better learn how to praise him. If you don't praise him, you will have a nervous breakdown. Pick up and say, I got to praise him. Let me praise him. Loose me and let me go. I need a breakthrough. I need a deliverance. I, 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 I got to praise him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel a breakthrough about to hit this house this morning. God said he wants his sons back. He wants his sons delivered. He wants his sons set free. Because if the man can get loose, the woman will be loose. I said if the man can get loose, the woman will be loose. And so David said to God, he said, I don't know whether my life is over. I don't know whether I'm going to come out of this or not. He said, I don't even know whether I got another fight in me. And I don't even know whether I need to go against the Amalekites or not. And God looked back at him and in essence he said two words. For every man who wants to quit, and every woman too. For every man who's at his wit's end, and every woman too. For every man who's tired in the middle of the battle, and for every one of you who's wondering, do I have what it takes for this season in my life? God gave me a message for you today. When you get up out of the bed in the morning, and you're driving down the road to work, fight back. When you go through hell and high water on the job and the enemy tells you it's all for nothing, fight back. When you go home and run into smell of smoke and all hell is breaking loose in the house, because if you fight back, the Lord said you will recover everything that the devil tried to steal. Slap somebody and tell them, I want it back. I want it back. Give me my joy. Give me my peace. Give me my power. Give me my authority. Give me my authority. and look at me now and say, I don't know what you're going to do. But I made up my mind. I'm not going to take this laying down. Look at him and say, tell the devil when you see him again that I am going to fight 
powerful word from my father. I pray that the seed of this word falls on fertile ground in your heart. Don't just hear a word like that, but act on it. Put it into practice today. And I believe that the Lord will produce a harvest in your life that will surpass what you thought possible. If you have not partnered with this ministry yet, what are you waiting for? Global Partner System members aren't just givers, they are co-laborers in taking the gospel around the world and saving lives through humanitarian efforts. Partners also receive special gifts, discounts, and invitations to exclusive events. Join us today by texting the letters GPS and any given amount to 28950. You can also visit us online at tdjpartners.org. Trust in God and fight back. To find out that the things are never going to stop coming at you, that finally brings you to the point that you say, you know what, I'm not sure I want to get up out of the bed in the morning if all I got to face is another fight. For your gift to the ministry of any amount, you will receive Bishop Jake's victorious teaching, Fight Back, on CD, as well as Family Prayer and Conversation Starters 30-card pack. People gravitate toward people that complete them rather than compete with them. You, you were meant to be good at what I'm not good at because you complete my weak side. And when your gift is $100 or more, we will add the triumphant five-message series, Fight for the Family, on DVD, Bishop Jake's insightful new book, Crushing, God Turns Pressure into Power, and Sarah Jake's Robert's revolutionary message, Break the Flow, on CD. My time to win, my time to succeed, my time to be delivered. Build a lasting memory in your family today. If in Canada, visit us online or call to order your digital downloads today. Do you need a vacation? I got just the thing. We're cruising. We're cruising. Get ready. We're going to have a good time. And we're going to be blessed. Oh, yeah. I'm ready for a getaway. Come set sail with me and my family. Feel free to reach out to us on social media and share your story of how God is impacting your life. We look forward to seeing you next time on The Potter's Dodge.